Moving things back to an Illinois focus now, joining me on the phone is the treasurer for the state of Illinois, Democrat Michael Frerichs. Mr. Treasurer, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Rick, good evening. Glad to join you. Uh, I think Sunday uh, 7 p.m. is a lot easier for me than getting up Sunday 7 a.m. Uh, you and although, me. although I understand this, this new time slot has you getting preempted a lot more. Well, uh, yeah, when there's sports, uh, but uh, we all know what's happened to those for for right now. Hopefully, they'll be back soon. And yeah. and frankly, uh, it won't be that much bad when we get uh, baseball going again because the White Sox play their home games on Sunday afternoons at one o'clock, so uh, it fits right into into the time frame. I may be able to go to a Sox game. Even though I'm a Cubs fan, I like going to see Sox. Uh, Me too. And, uh, and uh, go over there and still uh, make it in for the show. So, you know, they, they could work. things can work out. Things can work out. So, look so you're telling me you don't put hours of prep time in before your show? Uh, that's what Saturday is for. <laughs> <laughs> that is what's uh, – thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, it may not sound like it, but uh, believe it or not, yes, that's pretty much, much what my Saturday is. So uh, what can I say? Um, thank you so much for joining me, and uh, I think your time is done now. No, uh, I, I was—I wanted to get your thoughts on the legislature coming back in session, and you know, in talking to a, a couple of people that are not uh, not members of the General Assembly, but just uh, observers of the process, and just wondered. Maybe if the legislature had come in a bit earlier, we might not be in kind of seeing some of this political divisioning going on and regional divisioning going on if if just maybe there was some way to have the, the legislature back in session earlier. You know, I think there are a lot of people who would have liked to come back sooner. Uh, but we do have to consider the health of our legislators as we consider the health of uh, all people in this state. You know, and I think in some ways they have to practice what they preach. If they're telling the public that the best thing you can do is to stay at home, to work remotely, if you're able to do that, then I think they should do that. I think part of the problem has been the General Assembly doesn't have a provision to work from home. I think they've gotten around that by doing some committee work over Zoom meetings or whatever their platform is. Uh, but I think that this country really came together for a little while uh, around coronavirus. You've seen this in the past, whether it be after 9-11, after various wars, we come together. But eventually, people take to their partisan sides and they start sniping. And a downstate versus a Chicago divide is not something new. Coronavirus didn't cause this. Some of those legislators who have been out front on this uh, return to Springfield and the fight against the governor uh, had been against him well before this. Uh, some of these same legislators campaigned on the issue of dividing Chicago from the rest of the state. So I'm not sure that coming back to Springfield sooner would have really changed that. No, but in speaking to Mike uh, Mike Zaleski earlier, uh, just about the, if anything, it seems to me that the coronavirus has kind of uh, magnified that upstate downstate division. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I'm calling to you from Champaign, Illinois, uh, a proud resident of Champaign. I've been spending an awful lot of time here as I've been working from home, taking our meetings over the phone, uh, virtual meetings, uh, answering a lot of emails. 
Um, but I think uh, it's not been as bad downstate as it's been reported in the city of Chicago. I think when you put people so close together, the disease spreads a little more so. Well, then I think that's I, led the, some some people downstate to falsely believe that they're immune, that they're different. And I think the governor is trying to make sure that we don't have the outbreaks in downstate you've seen in Chicago and New York and other other major urban centers. No, and well, and I think, too, the focus may be more intense here in the city than it is downstate. Definitely. I can tell you, staying down here, uh, I follow, I consume Chicago news, but I'm also a downstate resident, and I follow our news as well. Uh, There's a lot more devoted to sheltering in place in Chicago than there is down here. There are definitely frustrations in downstate Illinois. Uh, but I think that a lot of my neighbors understand that this is for the good of people's lives, but it's also ultimately going to be good for our economy. Right now, uh, there are definite pressures, and I feel them, and that's why we put out a program, a loan program for small businesses to try and do what we can to help bridge them to that point when we get back to something approaching normal. All right, Mr. Um, Treasurer, now you jump the gun. We're, we're going to get to that. In fact, fact, I was going to use that as the tease for this upcoming commercial break. We're speaking to Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frerichs. I'm Rick Pearson. This is the Sunday Spin. Welcome back to your Sunday Spin. Rick Pearson of the Chicago Tribune here in the Skyline Studio. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. Joining me on the phone from Champaign, Illinois, is the Treasurer of the State of Illinois, Michael Frerichs. And now, Mr. Treasurer... Why don't you? Sorry, sorry, for, sorry for jumping the gun there. It's just been so long since I've been on Sunday Spin. I'm excited to get to to the news. Well, I can understand that being in Champagne, and uh, you know the, the it's corn growing season is going a little slow here in the rain. I get that. I get that. Um, well, it's also graduation season, and this was a graduation unlike any other in I, the past. I, I can imagine that. In fact, actually, uh, my youngest daughter sent me a picture. Uh, over the just a couple of days ago which was the fourth anniversary of her graduation and it's like wow how the world has uh, really uh, changed in your postgraduate world very quickly yes it has um so the, so what what is your office doing to uh, help uh, businesses with the coronavirus are we doing enough uh I mean, there's all kinds of programs out there. Uh, how, how do these businesses navigate? I mean, I, I mean, it looks like there's avenues of, of help. How do they navigate this stuff? Yeah, I'm spending a lot of time on my phone talking to various chambers of commerce, small business, business advocacy groups, uh, a bunch of different business groups about our loan program, and letting them know that although there's a lot of different programs out there, uh, State Treasurer's Office has one as well. Ours was designed to complement other programs out there, not to be in competition with them. We don't have the ability at the Illinois State Treasurer's Office to print money like they do at the federal government. We can't just be giving away a lot of money, but we can make capital available for those small businesses. Those that were once profitable, we have every reason to believe they will be again sometime in the future, and just trying to help them with a bridge loan to get to that point, get over these troubled waters. Uh, So we initially put up uh, a quarter of a billion dollars, $250 million, uh, for small businesses in the state. Uh, We found that there was a lot of demand. We added another 
$250 million, or half a billion total in this loan program for low-interest loans for small businesses affected by COVID-19 around the state. So how many, uh, how many businesses uh, can, can get a bite of that $500 million? Well, we don't lend directly to businesses. I'm the chief banker for the state, but the state doesn't have a state bank. So these are so uh, we like partner. link deposit type. Uh, yes, okay. exactly. We were able to get this up and running quickly because we do link deposit programs already. We have relationships with community banks and credit unions. And ours was really designed for your smaller businesses out there, the mom and pops. Uh, we limit the amount per financial institution to $25 million. So your Chase's, your Bank of America's, your Wells Fargo's, the big banks out there aren't interested in our money. And quite frankly, that second tier of banks, your fifth thirds, your <clears throat> PNCs, really aren't as well. This is designed for those small businesses that have relations or small credit community banks that have relationships with small businesses. Um, so we have over 30 financial institutions around the state. Uh, We have over $250 million committed to those institutions, but there's still money out there if a business is looking for a low-interest loan. Now, the governor recently talked about wanting the state to do kind of a state-backed relief package for residents as well as businesses and basically said that that would hinge on um, anticipated federal aid uh, to the states, and of course, we've been talking about the Heroes yep. Act that passed uh, on Friday out of the House that Mitch McConnell says is dead in the Senate, and federal aid could be a, a ways coming, uh, even as lawmakers try to put a budget together. Um, I mean, certainly we're in uncharted waters here, uh, as far as most certainly what what the effect is going to be, but it does seem that. There's going to have to be not just federal stimulus aid, but there's going to have to be some kind of state response, whether it's money to money to be able to inject in the economy or to provide some kind of relief from from taxes. Yeah, I think that there is going to have to be something for states. There's been a lot, awful lot said about Illinois and bailouts. But this is a nationwide problem. It's a global pandemic, and it's not just an issue in Illinois. Other states around the country, if there's no sort of money available at the federal level, are going to see a great reduction in spending, which isn't going to be good for the economy, or have to be increased taxes. This is not just about Illinois. The federal government has the ability to print money and take on debt. States do not. But, you know, just because we can't solve the problem at the state level or the state treasurer's office, we still look for ways that we can help. And so we looked at small businesses and put together a link deposit program to make uh, low-interest loans available. We also look at individuals we know are hurting and made sure we had efforts to ramp up our unclaimed property division, our ICASH, to get more money into the hands of Illinois citizens this time when many of them are really hurting. And uh, the iCash program is much easier to uh, access these days than it used to be. It is. One of the things I got tired of hearing when I came into office was, hey, Treasurer, you've got my money. I would say, great, I'd love to give it to you. Oh, it's too much of a hassle. Why don't you keep it? It's not my money. It's not the state's money. We'd like to return it to people. I know that when we put that money into our residents' hands and they can then in turn spend it at local businesses, 
which is admittedly more difficult these days. It does more for the economy than it does sitting in a bank account in Springfield. And so we created something called Fast Track, which would allow people now, they can go online if they have at less than $500, they can go submit some information electronically, and we can cut the check in as little as uh, a week to get it out. We'll do a, a LexisNexis search to verify things. In the past, you had to mail in documents. You had to get things notarized. And some people just said it's not worth the effort. Well, because of coronavirus, and we know that people have problems getting things notarized or perhaps tracking down documents, we increased that threshold to $2,000. Now people can go online. And since we sent our employees home to work from home, we've returned over $29 million, uh, processed over 26,000 claims, and about 18,000 of those were fast-track easy claim processes 29 million since what the time period since mid-march so in the last two months uh you might have heard uh we saw that something was going to be was going to happen uh back in late january early february we started working with a continuity of operation plan Meaning, we want to see what would happen if we could not come into the office we started sending employees home with laptops and cell phones to test out our IT, to test out our uh, digital infrastructure. And when we had an employee tested positive with coronavirus, um, we sent everyone home. Then it cleaned out our office and were able to continue to process unclaimed property claims, continue to make our investments, continuing to uh, oversee our college savings and our retirement savings programs. Uh, we were prepared for this. It's a, it's a shame that there were some people in government who just thought by wishing it away or hoping that it wouldn't happen, um, we really sort of stumbled uh, at the federal level, I think, on some of our programs. Obviously, as you said, every state is going through, you know, the, the pains of, of this as far as functioning state government. But, you know, Illinois, we, we go into this without not a lot of leeway. Uh, and And when I look at things about... Uh, from S&P or Fitch about bond ratings, um, it, it seems very scary. And, and, yeah, all states are going to suffer, but it seems like we may suffer the most when it comes to any kind of bonding or borrowing that we may have to do. Yes, you are right there, Rick. Uh, although it's affected all states and all states are going to need help, we come into it with much less of a cushion. Uh, we don't have a rainy day fund like other states did or a rainy fund that would be depleted very rapidly. And our bond rating was already very low, which makes it more expensive to issue debt, to borrow. But our hope is the Federal Reserve will be able to, uh, will be able to, uh, to raise money through the Federal Reserve, borrowing against them. Uh, but I think that's one of the things the General Assembly is going to have to tackle uh, really soon when they come back. Uh, I don't think they have the ability right now, but I don't think they'll have a problem getting that legislation passed. So the legislation would do what? Would allow, allow the uh, Federal Reserve to buy state debt. Which I know is something that has been talked about as, a, I mean, this is not bailout, as it were, uh, but this is part of no, the, the, just, the Fed's function of throwing capital out there, yeah, basically. Just, just realizing the markets are crazy right now, there's a lot of uncertainty, and the Fed is stepping in to to provide some calm out there, provide some reassurances that 
state, municipal governments will continue to be able to function. Is there confidence that when we kind of turn the hurdle here that there is going to be capital available for small businesses and restaurants and everybody trying to restart? You know, I think uh, it depends how well we do turning that corner, how quickly it happens. Um, If we really see our numbers starting to go down, if the advice we're getting from our doctors, uh, experts, epidemiologists is followed, I think it's going to turn around more quickly. And this is different than other recessions we've experienced. You know, the the 2008-2009 recession was really a result of some bad actors out there who were manipulating our our systems. This is, uh, the economy was going well, the pandemic shut things down, and so I think it's every reason to believe that when we turn this corner, we'll be able to, to restart like we were if this does not drag on too long. Very quickly, to access the Illinois Small Business COVID-19 relief program as well as iCash programs, what's the website? IllinoisTreasurer.gov is a place to go to find out information about our loan program, but you actually should reach out to your local financial institution, your community bank or credit union. They're the ones who will offer the loans. But you can go to IllinoisTreasurer.gov and click on iCash to find if we have property that belongs to you. That's Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frerichs. Mr. Treasurer, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Thank you. Have a great evening.